Okay, so um, the parsha begins. The first pasuk in the parsha is even up in front of you. The pasuk says, "Vayichi Yaakov Eretz Mitzrayim." Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim Shavas Rishona eighteen years, uh, seventeen years. Vayihi Me Yaakov Shnei Chayev, and the sum total of Yaakov's life was Sheva Shana and Varboim Umashana one hundred forty-seven. So the pasuk breaks it down: seventeen years in Mitzrayim, and sum total altogether one hundred forty-seven years. Okay, so Chazal make a point of that: that uh, these seventeen years are spelled out. So it's it's well known, you know. Uh, I don't know if Rashi already points this out. Yeah, not Rashi, but uh, Chazal already in the Medrash and the Zohar Kaddish that these were the best years of Yaakov's life. So the fact that they're spelled out specific tells us something. But the Nakuda that uh, the Nabi Melch is going to be going on is the fact that it's juxtaposed with the rest of his life. So 17 years in Mitzrayim, 147 altogether. So that 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 heckish, so to speak, between the 17 years in Mitzrayim. And the rest of uh, Yaakov's life, that's what he's going to be focused on. So let's see. So, Oyomer, so another shot in the Pasuk. Vayichi. Fine, I'll be Pasuk. So he introduces it with a Pasuk in Tehillim. It says in Tehillim, on, uh, I think it was a Kibbutz Samach Vav, it says, Zamru Kvayt Shemai, sing to the honor of Hashem's name. Simu Kavit Dehilasai, place his praise as honorable. Okay, so. Praise his name, sing, sing praises to his name, and establish, and establish his praises as being honorable. That's the pasuk. So, what exactly does that mean? So, near Pirushai. So, says Rav Melech, the pshat is as follows: When a person begins with Hashem, so bevadai any yachol takev b'haschalosai alois b'madregas layonim. He says in the beginning of one's avoda. One certainly, initially, is not reaching high madregas, right? That, that's, you're starting out. You're starting out. And again, this doesn't mean necessarily like when you're bar mitzvah, you know, it means uh, when you start taking Avaydah Hashem seriously. He says, because in the beginning, you're surrounded by enemies, you know, you're surrounded by, by uh, foreigners. In other words, in other words, you're being attacked. You're surrounded on all sides by, uh, by you know, foreign thoughts, whether it be by davening and learning or temptations. You're still in the beginning. A person, sort of, the way he's describing, is like a person's still stuck in this world. So when you're stuck in this world, you're going to be surrounded by enemies. And therefore, in the beginning of one's avoda, says the the main focus that you're going to have, the main focus that you have to have, is just trying to. You know, to try to you know, fight against these uh, foreign thoughts, foreign temptations, just to, just to have some semblance of concentration. That's what's going to be in the beginning. Therefore, the beginning, what a person has to do initially, is to try to, to, try to um, separate his thoughts from those negative uh, thoughts and to focus his attention. Or what's described in, in Chazal already, Zamaritim means to cut down. Zemer means a song, but also Zemer means to prune a tree. Zamaritim means to prune, to cut off all the negative thoughts, all the negative uh, influences and so on, to just to try to... What, what, it, what it feels like in the beginning is just to get started, you know? Just to allow yourself to get started. All the negative things that disrupt uh, a person from his avayda. That's a big undertaking. After a person feels that they've officially, you know, they've done enough in prune, pruning the tree and 
getting all, getting rid of all the things that are disruptors and and blockages and so on. Then you find that's Then you could already the next stage in Avodas Hashem, which we would always associate as the ikr, as the main thing, which is now to grow, now to go up and to ascend in holy thoughts, high intentions, lofty intentions. But in the beginning, you got to just like, um, the Nefesh Chaim talks about this also, in that he says, when it says in Pasuk, to serve Hashem with all of your heart, he says it's in two stages. The first stage is to focus your attention, not to be distracted by other things. And then once you're not distracted and now you're focused, stage two is actually to... Serve Hashem with all your heart, you know, to put all your kachis into it. But the beginning is to simply to try to make sure that you're not being distracted or pulled to negative places. And certainly when a, in a person's uh, way of thinking, stage one is like very much a bidiyah, but it's only because I'm stuck in Eilam I'm st- So I'm being pulled in these places. I'm trying to, to disentangle myself from these negative influences to then allow myself to do the real thing, which is really to go up and to ascend and to connect to high things. So he says, But the truth is, when a person reaches the higher levels, you, he realizes that that avayda that he served initially, which at the time felt very much like a b'diavid, very much um, unsatisfying spiritually, and just and just trying to get started. Once you actually get to the top of the ladder, you realize that the beginning of one's avayda, which was to prune the tree, so to speak, Really is as chashev, maybe even greater, but as chashev at least, as the next stages of actually growing up. Why? Because ultimately it was all for the purposes of serving Hashem. It's all Hashem Shemayim, and everything is one. In other words, in the beginning one's avayda, very often a person is self-centered about avayda Hashem. And you're serving Hashem because you want to ascend, because you want to become great. And then when it's about you, so then that initial stage of just getting yourself ready and pruning the tree and isolating yourself from obstacles and trying to focus your attention, that's not so satisfying. So in your mind, that's stage one. But when you actually get to the top of the ladder and you realize that everything I'm doing is all to to serve Hashem, it's all to make Hashem happy, it's to bring Him nachas, not for me, then guess what? As far as, the God, as far as God is concerned, is there a difference from his perspective whether I'm serving him on the top floor or whether I'm starting out on the bottom floor trying to get to the top floor? Either way, I'm trying to make him happy. And either way, he is happy for my avayda. So if it's about me, then yeah, it's not as, not as uh, exciting to, to uh, do maintenance in the basement as it is to ascend the floor, ascend the, you know, going all the way to the roof. It's not, it's not as exciting. But if it's not about me, if it's about God then there's no difference. Then I should be as proud as my, of my work when I was in the basement, just trying to prune the tree, so to speak, and just trying to get myself ready and focused and not distracted and not pulled in negative places. I should be just as satisfied with that as if I'm floating in, in the heavens, you know, because it's not about me, it's about God. And when a person ascends the ladder of Hashem, it slowly but surely clicks in the person that it's not about you, it's about God. And so when you actually get to that place at the top of the ladder, you then realize, and, and, which, which, and, and at that point, you've now become, hopefully, a person that's, 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 that's seeing things in the right way and seeing things from an, in a selfless way, from what God wants. Then from that perspective, you look back down at what you did in the basement, and it gave Hashem as much nachas as if you were, uh, you know, in heaven. So it really doesn't make a difference. Since everything was for the sake of heaven, everything is one. Vizel, that's the meaning of this pasuk that he started off with in Tehillim. Zamru kvayt, again going back to that. Zamru kvayt shemay, simu kavet dehilase. It means like this. Zamru kvayt shemay, which literally means sing 
the praises, the, uh, sing, uh, sing songs of honoring his name. Pirish Kanal, the word Zamru, again, the word comes from the word Zamru, which means to prune. It means, Shalvaydeh shel Zamir Aritzim. Zamru Kvayt means that's referencing the first stage of one's Avaydeh, which is pruning the tree, cutting off the obstacles, separating yourself from things that are negative, which you don't feel so satisfying initially. But the Pasuk is saying, Zamr Kvayt Shemai, Simu Kavat place that as an honorable praise. In other words, Simu Kvayt means Shetihila, the word Tehila, Nikra HaMadrega HaGedayla Shalatzadik, that's a reference to the highest Madrega, Shemer Lo which is all light and all and all amazing things. The word tehila comes from, also means R. means the ability to give off light. That uh, the, the blowing of Hashem emanates light. That's what the Pasuk says in Eo. So the word tahel means, means to give off light. So going back, this is what the Pasuk means. That sing the songs of Hashem's praise. <clears throat> in other words, Zamru means, again, to sing, but also means to prune. So that avayda, which is stage one, which is to prune the tree and to, and to de- detangle yourself from negative things, which initially might feel as not very spiritually satisfying, simu kavit tilasai, place that as honorable as tilasai, as mamish light itself. So you have, to, you have to realize that if it's about you, then yeah, that's not so satisfying. You'd rather be floating in heaven. But if it's about God then God wants to be served in, in heaven, and he also wants to be served in the basement. And sometimes you're in the basement trying to detangle yourself in negative things, and sometimes you're flying in heaven. But either way, if it's for me, I'll be, dis, I'll be unsatisfied until I'm in heaven. But if it's about God, then it doesn't make a difference. And that's the meaning of this passage. The Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim. What does it mean in Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim always means constriction. It means exile. Yaakov was not interested in going to Mitzrayim, even when he was told that Yosef is alive, and he's obviously excited to see Yosef, he's hesitant of going to Mitzrayim, even, even knowing that Yosef is there waiting for him, because he knows what Mitzrayim means. Mitzrayim means the basement. Mitzrayim means the avoid of detangling yourself from negative things. But Vizeremes Shavas Rishon, and that's the hint, the fact that he was there for 17 years. Why? Gematria Taiv, because 17 numerically equals the word Taiv, which means good, which is the, the gematria of Yudke Vavke with a kailo in Misparkadon. Misparkadon means, and we take a, a number in, in, in gematria that's equal, like, like in the 20s, 30s, 40s, and so on, and you bring it down to its singular form. So, you know, so 20, so this Yudke Vavke, which is 26, in Misparkadon is going to be 16, right? You take it down a notch, right? So you take it to 16, and with a kailo, so it's 17. When you sum to, when you add in the numerical value of the word in total, so that's seventeen. So the word taiv equals vigamatra yudke vavke, constricted. So you see what's going on. His avaydim mitzrayim is is taiv. It's very good, but what was it in mitzrayim? A constricted, smaller, less exciting version of yudke vavke. That's what it was. Mach mashayaberes mitzrayim because he was in the place of mitzrayim lakamaklipas, the place of the negative side. And over there, the main avaydim of Yaakov Vinu was to prune the tree. Afal peaking, but despite the fact that certainly, you know, personally he was less satisfied with that than his avodah Eretz Yisrael. Hayenachshav it was the same as the rest of his life, 147 years. he was serving Hashem in expand in expansion in uh, in, in, in expanded consciousness in Eretz Yisrael. That's what the pasuk is saying. So he's living in Mitzrayim for 17 years. 
Navoid of the basement. But at the, at the end of the day, the life of Yaakov was in some total 147, because to him it was, all, it was all the same. It's not about me, it's about God. And if whatever God wants me to do, I'll do. If he wants me to be in Eretz Yisrael, I'll be in Eretz Yisrael. If he, wants me, if he wants me to be in Mitzrayim, then I'll do the best I can in Mitzrayim and try to climb my way out. But, uh, but either way, every single effort that I do in detangling myself from something negative, that, as, as far as the Rebunisham is concerned, it gives him as much nachas as anything else. So that's enough for me. To him it was the same as the rest of his years, Mamish, uh, Mamish even. And the reason is, again, because it wasn't about him. It was about the Rabbi Nishal. No, in the middle of the uh, second half of Tevis, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, this is the dead of the winter, even though mine, you know, I feel like it outside so much, but it's the dead of the winter, you know? And sometimes this is a tukufa where very often people find themselves in Mitzrayim, you know? So you have to remember this piece, that if it's about you, it's, it's frustrating. If it's about God, it's all the same. He wants to be served in all situations, sometimes in Eretz Yisrael, sometimes in Mitzrayim. And at the end of the day, from the Rabbanu perspective, it's at least the same, if not even greater sometimes in Mitzrayim. Because ultimately, like Chazal say, that Yaakovina might not have felt it, but his greatest years were in Mitzrayim. It was the greatest avoid in Mitzrayim, because it takes much more strength to be able to prune the tree than it is to float in heaven. Everyone wants to float in heaven. To prune the tree is not so possible. You know, Shabbos, we should, uh, through this list of the tzaddik and connecting to his Torah and Erev Shabbos, we should be zeichah to prune the tree as quickly and easily as possible and come into Shabbos with Godless and Meichen and Eretz Yisraeldik and uh, be zeichah to have a good day and a good Shabbos. Okay.